coming at you. Hey now, it's the weekend. It's payday. It's time to grab a beer. It's Brewing Company. Roll the open. I am not musically gifted at all. I sing in the shower quietly to myself. It's a fun name to say. There's a couple of really fun names to say. I hope I don't have to. Brothers from Greece. Let's just say there's a few letters that are silent. I don't think I would survive very long on if you're smarter than a fifth grader, but I bet I could tell better jokes than they can. Welcome in, everybody, and welcome back to the 31st episode of Bruin Company. I am your host, Matt Brubaker. I would say the next three episodes are going to be very special. They're going to be, I hope, very powerful, very moving, and I hope they touch at least one person's heart the way a specific day in January touched my heart and frankly changed my life. I would say of the previous 30 episodes that I've been able to do with some excellent people in my life, 28 of them have been more with the purpose to entertain and to just enjoy the company. I think we've done a good job of that. I would also say those other remaining two touched on the reality that sometimes life isn't about fun and laughter, and sometimes it's hard. It's a little bit difficult, and it can be tough. And those two highlighted the the passing of Dwayne Haskins in episode six. And then the story of Harry Miller still moves me and inspires me. And the fact that he was honored at the State of the Union earlier this week, it's again proof that he is just an excellent example of never quitting and fighting. And he's, God bless Harry Miller. But I'm very proud of the fact that we had those two episodes to discuss the reality that life can be hard and it can be difficult. And I don't think it's hyperbole to say that everyone at some point, and hopefully not all the time, but at some point in their life, it's going to be hard. And I think it's okay to talk about that. I've heard a lot of people say it's okay not to be okay. And I think what Harry Miller did to me was it made me see that it's okay to discuss the difficult. And I think the other cool thing about what Harry Miller did for me was it drove me to a church on January the 29th to hear a testimony and a story of, I would say, one of the best stories Ohio State football has ever had. And that's the story of Cameron Babb. Most people wouldn't be surprised if they've talked to me for 10 minutes that I I know the story of Cameron Babb, the football player. The five ACLs and always struggling after getting healthy to stay healthy. And what's cool to me is when I saw his touchdown against Indiana in the snow, it was six days after my grandma had passed away, and I really don't remember if I had cried in those six days. But watching Cameron Babb score that touchdown, and I could be mistaken here, but that might be his only catch of his career. And if it is, and even if it isn't, I would still argue that's one of the best touchdowns in Ohio State history for for the meaning behind it. 
It's about fight. It's about never quitting. It's about trusting in God. It's about maybe a little bit trusting in yourself and having the perseverance to fight through ACL after ACL and not letting life get to you. And and he won. He won that day. And he's going to inspire so many people. I truly believe that with, with that story. Forget the touchdown, just the story. But Harry Miller inspired me to go chase down and listen to the testimony of Cameron Babb, the man, and Cameron Babb, the Christian. If people out there listening don't know maybe the definition of testimony when it comes to the Christian side, it basically is a story of telling someone or telling a lot of people, hopefully, where you were before God. Maybe you didn't have a strong relationship with him. Maybe you didn't have one at all. Maybe you wanted nothing to do with him. But then by the just the, the beauty of God, he, God, brings you, the person that wanted nothing to do with God, to God. And then that changes you. And then the testimony is really describing where you were and where you are now. And I've always heard that the best testimonies are from the people that are or that were the furthest from God. And it's not my story to tell. I don't know how far Cam maybe was from God, but his story moved me. And he and a young boy named Brady and his parents and a guy named Jordan, those five people on January the 29th of 2023 changed my life, truly. Softened my heart, made me feel seen, heard, loved. It's... It's a great story. So what I want to outline here before I get to share one of their stories with you is how the next three episodes will go. So today's episode is titled Way to Battle. And in the interview that you will hear here in just a couple of minutes, you'll hear the story of Brady, uh, a young boy who was diagnosed with leukemia, form of cancer, and how he and his parents and his siblings have turned a really tough hand to be dealt into something just beautiful. When I went to hear Cam's story, I knew kind of what I was going to hear. I knew I was going to hear a story about, about Christ and how Christ found Cam and, and brought him closer to God. But I didn't know that this family was going to be there to share their story. And it, it moved me. And it, it's changed me and it's made me happier. And a really good friend of mine once told me when it comes to church or maybe just in life, that a lot of the time you can be asked to do something. Other times you're called to do something. January the 29th of 2023 was so impactful to me that I feel called to do my part to help them share their story of their son Brady and what they are doing to really provide some good in the world and to provide some hope. And maybe with what they do, and I'll let them share their story, but maybe provide some company. And I think it's fitting on Bruin Company. They are going to help people. And I, I, it's, it's just a beautiful story. So that's this episode and the story of Brady and his parents, Chris and Kristen. 
The second episode of this, hopefully little mini series, will be episode 32. And I'm going to try to, if I'm not able to get Cameron Babb on the episode to share his story himself, I'm just going to do my best to take you through maybe how his story and that whole day really changed me. Cam said in one of his prayers that day that he wants his story to reach and touch one person. I'm hoping, and I'll pray until that episode airs, that what Cam said during that day and what I can share from what I took from his story, that I can that I can touch someone with mine. So that'll be the second episode. And then the third part of this little series on episode 33, which I guess would land us in late March, uh, just outlines the story. Really, it's a story between me and this gentleman named Jordan. And if Cam's story and Brady's story didn't touch my heart and pull on my heartstrings and want me and make me want to get closer to God, then then Jordan sealed the deal. So I just think with the world being so bad, and when I worked in TV, I remember my professors and a couple people in TV, they would always say that there's a line for the evening news that starts every telecast with saying, good evening. And then they proceed to tell you why it's not. I'm going to do my best for the next three episodes to really show you the good in the world. So we're not going to make as many jokes. So we're not going to do the happy blank days. If you're wondering, it's International Winter Bike to Work Day, which after the weather this week, I can get behind that. It's also National Flannel Day, February the 10th. So maybe wear your flannel on the way to work while biking. But I think it's also kind of cool that February the 10th is also Teddy Day, which is like teddy bears. What I would ask of anyone listening is for the next three episodes and over the next six weeks, I would just ask that you open your hearts and that you open your ears to stories of Brady, of Kristen and Chris, of Cameron Babb, and this gentleman named Jordan. Open your hearts and open your ears to what you'll hear over the next six weeks. And at least for this episode, listen to Brady, listen to his heart and his family's heart and how they are turning bad into good. And they're doing it with puppy dogs and stuffed stuffed animals. So without further ado, please enjoy the next maybe hour or so with Chris and Kristen on just a beautiful story about turning a cancer diagnosis into really helping the world. So now it gives me great pleasure to welcome in Chris Martin. Uh, He is the father of Brady Martin, who... Uh, has just a, a fantastic story, and uh, some of the story is very difficult, but the way that this family has turned around a difficult situation has really moved me. Uh, so, Chris, before we get started into just your story and what you guys have been able to do, uh, I just want to sincerely thank you for, one, sharing your story and touching my heart, but then, two, also taking the time to share it with hopefully a lot of others here with us. So thank you and welcome in. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. We I appreciate it. So any any chance we get to kind of share our story and and help more people know what we're trying to do as a, as a family and an organization. We, we welcome that. So glad to be here. Yeah. I I'm just glad that you guys are here and 
it was just it was such a moving Sunday. And as I introduced here in, in the beginning, uh, the next three episodes are going to be kind of the story around January the 29th. And and I think this was the best way to lead. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Cameron Babb from Ohio State uh, went to a church. It was called Gateway Church just outside of Groveport. And, and he shared his testimony about football and just how he got to become a Christian and, and the fight that he had to go through. And the neat thing for me, Chris, was I didn't know that you and your family were going to be there. I didn't know that part of the service. And I knew Cam's story and I knew kind of what to expect. But what I wasn't expecting was to hear your guys' story. So I will let you kind of introduce it to everybody listening here the way you did it at church, because I didn't know what you guys are about to present to me. And I also didn't know how you were really going to touch my heart. So maybe just to start and kind of open the floor to you, uh, your son Brady had a, a cancer diagnosis. So can you take us through and maybe share the details of that cancer diagnosis and, and what your son is battling right now? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so just real quick, I'll just touch on our family. So we have uh, my wife, Kristen and I, um, we've been married 17 years now. And so we have twin boys who will be 11, Blake and Brady, uh, and nine-year-old or eight-year-old will be nine-year-old here in a week or so, daughter named Aubrey, and then a, a two-and-a-half-year-old named Cooper. And so um, we stay pretty busy, uh, always a lot of stuff going on, but we were blessed to get to come and share our story at Gateway Church and and, and meet a lot of great people. And I'll say, too, if, um, you know, we did we don't we don't have any name, image, and likeness deals. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, I was really surprised. I knew that Cameron was going to be there. I didn't know his story as well. Um, but man, what a phenomenal individual. Um, just yeah, great story. Great dude, um, was super gracious with, with us and with our kids and getting to kind of share the stage and, and the service with him was, was a, a great thing for us as well. So, uh, but so our, our kind of our story around our nonprofit and, and for our family, um, is a year and a half ago, Brady was, he was really feeling sick and, um, not really sick. He was feeling tired. He was talking about his legs aching and um, just kind of wasn't himself. And for a long time, he, he was kind of having a hard time breathing a little bit and just would get winded and stuff. And so, I don't know, we had four kids and, and we're busy as heck. So we were just continuing on with life and stuff. And and then ultimately it came to a point, we were at a, a baseball practice and he was, it was, it was, he was in bad shape. Um, he was just, he was trying and fighting. He's such a strong kid. So he's, you know, he's going up the bat and he's hits the ball and, and runs the first base as best as he can. And he's got to catch his breath. He's got to step off the base and just he's there for two or three minutes trying to catch his breath. And so we got to that point. We ended up taking him to the, the emergency room. We were like, OK, this is this is a real deal. Something's going on here. That's that's no good. And so um, so we found out that night um, they did some some blood work and, and uh, let us know that evening that he was diagnosed with leukemia. And so, so there's a lot of different, you know, types of leukemia and, and you're not thinking about any of that stuff when you, um, yeah. So I had dropped Kristen off, um, and she had gone in with Brady and, and then I ran home to get some stuff and, and to come back. And, um, and so, you know, walking into a room with your wife crying over your son, crying about having heard that, you know, he's got this life changing, life-threatening uh, and life-changing diagnosis is 
that's a heavy room to walk into and and that was a hard situation and so um what we learned over the next few weeks uh he we actually had to go right to the er at nationwide children's hospital here in in columbus and so we went there and um and he went straight to the to the icu um in that moment we didn't really realize the extent of how bad and how scary this was for brady um and for us we knew it was bad, right? You don't get sent to the hospital um, for for nothing. But uh, looking back at it now and knowing what we know now, um, he was in really bad shape. Um, so normal white blood counts um, in your blood when it, when they do blood testing and stuff is um, somewhere around uh, like five to ten. Um, and Brady's was at six hundred, was above six hundred, and so. Um, the way they described it was like his blood was was so thick with white blood cells and leukemia cells that um, it was quite literally kind of choking off his body from doing what it was supposed to do. That's why he was having a hard time breathing. It's why everything hurt because it was like he just had this super thick blood going on. And so, um, so what? Uh, again, as as time kind of passed a little bit, and we got um, we got through some of that initial super scary stuff. Um, they did some more testing and things. And when he, so his official diagnosis is, was um, high risk pre B cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia. What we come to find out after that uh, was that he also has this mutation in his genes. And the reason that his leukemia, why he had so many leukemia cells is because the, the cells that, um, when they, when they replicated themselves, they, they do a poor job of it. They don't, it's like a, you know, a defect that happens in it. And so he had this mutation in his genes that the DNA code in those cells has no stop replicating command basically. And so it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And so, wow. um, that's why his, his comes on really fast and it, uh, and it got to such an extreme point very quickly. And so, um, so we through some more genetic testing, then when you, when you get into that scary of a territory, they do some additional testing, to try to understand a little bit more and stuff. And so what we learned was he has this mutation uh, in his leukemia cells specifically, that's called a Philadelphia chromosome like mutation. Mm -hmm. And there's other specifics that, you know, I, I did not go to school uh, as long as his oncology team did. And so I don't know exactly what all of them are, but long story short, Brady is only the 65th known and documented case with this specific mutation. So super, super rare situation. So, um, so that was kind of, it was in June, June of 2021 that we learned of this and it really kind of changed the entire trajectory of our family's, uh, story for a while here. Yeah, I, it has to, uh, and forgive me for asking because I don't know, but were you guys Christians before all of this happened in June? Yeah. So, uh, so Kristen and I, Kristen and I met in college, um, went to Wilmington college. Uh, you, you told me here that you, you played golf in college. Yeah. Uh, I played the, the last year, my senior year, I decided to play. I actually went to school for soccer, um, ended up playing a few different sports kind of along the way, but, uh, <laughs> I wish I had started with golf cause I got to go play free golf every day. <laughs> I was like, I was like number eight of eight on the team and only the top five go, yeah. So I never actually did anything other than just go play free golf every day. Of the week. 
So it's a nice perk. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's a good situation. So I wish I had, I wish I'd gotten hip to that uh, a little sooner, but so yeah. when we met in college, um, we got married right after school and immediately kind of decided, like I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. um, her family, uh, kind of grew up in the Methodist church, but not, not so much, um, attending regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, she showed quarter horses. So, uh, man, if we can get her on here in a little while, maybe, um, she can share some of those stories if you want to hear <laughs> sure. them. Absolutely. The multiple time world champion, um, wow. at quarter horses and stuff. So- yeah. So she was not, you know, eight out of eight on the, on the golf team, <laughs> I would, but so, so anyhow, we got married uh, right after school and decided that we wanted to make a relationship with God, you know, part of our life. Um, and so we started, we started attending a church shortly thereafter. In reality, we, we, um, we had a relationship with the people of the church and we still didn't really have a relationship with God until probably about seven years ago when we started going to the church we go to now. So kind of always had the the belief that there is a God and, you know, and we know we weren't him, but um, that, that things were beyond our control and that, um, but really found a relationship with, with God and, and Jesus um, in the last seven or eight years here. I, I totally understand how you describe that. Uh, we're very similar then because I, I played golf in high school and then my first year of college at Ashland, I, I played, then I quit after the fall semester because of two reasons, actually three. One, I wasn't playing well. Uh, okay. Two, I was redshirted, so I wasn't even going to get the chance to be one of the top five. And three, I found out the golf season's always in the cold, and I'm I'm not a cold golf guy. So yeah. uh, I started it, and then you ended the career. So we kind of bookended our, our golf careers in college. So yeah. uh, I think that's pretty neat. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned driving home and getting some getting some things I assume maybe you're by yourself at the time. What goes through your mind as a dad? I mean, I, I don't have kids. I just have to fend for myself. And I would think as a, as a dad and a good one, all you care about is taking care of your son. So do you need, do you even know what went through your mind on that drive home and then back to the hospital? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where when you find yourself in the midst of a crisis, um, you kind of, what you know and what you do, um, I, there's not a lot of time to think about it necessarily, right? And so, one of the things that we talk about when we share our story is that um, the only way through it is through it. And the reality of the situation is, you you know, maybe you got dealt a bad a bad hand, and and um, but there's nothing you can do about it. Like it's it, you know, just getting stuck in feeling, um, you know, rightfully, and I think in a lot of ways, and, and, and a lot of people would understand if you just got stuck feeling really bad about your situation. And a lot of people, do. a lot of people get stuck in that spot where, you know, they can't see past their circumstances and, and really they kind of become their circumstances and they just get, they get stuck there. And so, um, in this type of a situation, we have, you know, we've got Blake and Aubrey and Cooper who, who need us still to be mm-hmm. mom and dad to them. And, um, you know, we've got Brady who's going through this incredibly scary thing. And so he needs us to be something. And, um, you know, I was still working full time at the, at the time. And, um, so, you know, I need to be what I need to be there. And, and Kristen and I are still married and we need to be husband and wife to each other. And so, yeah. um, so yeah, I, I mean, 
specifically what we were thinking, you know, a lot of tears and a lot of just mourning and grieving the, the reality of the situation. And, but at the same time, like, dude, we had no idea what we were getting into. Um, so, you know, we knew it was not good. There's, there's no version of cancer that is not scary and, and, and that's not, um, bad. And so, um, we've learned along the way again, how, just how, kind of treacherous things were and how close to, um, things being even worse we were, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, we also share that, you know, the, the journey that we've been on the last 18 months is something that it, it quite literally breaks marriages and families apart. And, um, you know, we've, we've been in children's hospital talking to grandparents who are there with their grandchildren because mom and dad, you know, they couldn't take it. They, they, they weren't able to manage and continue to move forward in the midst of the awful circumstances that they are in. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, the, the fact that Kristen and I have, uh, really an uncommonly strong marriage before this and, um, and a foundation that is, that is rooted in, um, in what, you know, what we know is the truth um, in our faith is, is the only really reason that we've been able to, to kind of walk this journey the way that we have. So, um, so yeah, I mean, specifically what we're thinking in those moments, right. I'm, I'm going home and mom and dad or my mom and dad are with the kids, um, yeah. because we're trying to, I got to get some things and we got to go back to the hospital. And so, you know, I'm telling them that Brady's got leukemia and, um, you know, you break down for a few minutes and, and you mourn with each other a little bit and, and feel what you feel. And then, and then Brady's got to get to the ER, you know, he's got to get to the PICU. And so, so, so you get what you need and you head back and, and you, you collect them and, and you guys go together and it's, and then it's just, it's kind of a whirlwind and you just kind of keep trying to do the things that you think are right. And a lot of it's just what you, a lot of it is, um, leaning on like who, who you are on the inside comes out when we're pressed and when we're put under pressure. Right. And so I think sure that's what we've, because we've had the, that foundation and, and really that relationship with God and with Christ in our hearts, that's what I think has come out in a lot of, a lot of the situations. So I, uh, I like when you said, I just wrote down the word stuck because I think with any situation, I think it's normal to address that it's bad and to feel those emotions. But then I think some people just stick in there. And I think with something like your guys' story is you as parents can't do that. You know, you, you have to address it and process it and maybe mourn it for a little bit, but then you have to go back to the hospital. So I, I think it's a testament to you guys as parents to go through that normal, like very quick, I would say grieving process. And then it's, it's all business and to take care of your son. So uh, we're here with Chris Martin. Uh, His nonprofit is called way to battle uh, as they hand out uh, battle pups. And and first of all, I I have to tell you that when I was listening to your guys' story at church and how both you and your wife were just describing it, I was like, man, this, this is a special family. And it took, I I really wanted to raise my hand and say, "I, I could use one, but I, I heard your story. I'm like, I, I don't need one. I, I can, I can push forward. And I, I saw an elderly gentleman raise his hand and he was the first and your son Brady went and took it to him. And 
I thought it was cool for that guy to be the first one to to raise his hand and everybody was going to acknowledge that. And then everyone followed him. And I, I still didn't have the guts to do it. But uh, after everything was done and all these little kids swarmed uh, an Ohio State player that I, I will leave nameless here, uh, I just went back to your wife. She was standing by these these dogs and I just told her, I said, I can't thank you enough for you guys sharing your story. Uh, I've gone through some things. Depression has been one of those. And it really touched me. And I just thank you for sharing it. I'll be praying for you guys. And she was so quick to get a bag for me. And I, I got the little pups over here. I got the arm brand or arm band around my wrist. So uh, yeah. again, thank you guys for sharing that. But I, I think it's great that you guys didn't get stuck. And I think that goes back to your, your strong marriage. Uh, it's strong because of God and being Christians, but at the same time, like you have to take care of your son. And I think it's normal to, process those emotions but i I applaud you guys i I think that's amazing so great job on that first off (laughs) yeah thanks and i'll just say too i think um one of the things and i'm sure we'll talk you know more specifics on the on the nonprofit, but um you know i I know you'll 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 know what i'm saying here that you know there is there's an enemy that's trying to work against um you know against the good things in our life and and in you know so he lies to us and he tells us all these different things. And so in that moment, he's telling you, you know, Hey, this family has been through way more than you have. You know, you, you don't really need one of these, like, don't, don't, don't take this from somebody else that needs it more than you do kind of a thing. And so that's something that we fight against really hard because the reality of the situation is, you know, just because we've been through something that we've like what we've, the journey that we've been on doesn't diminish or take away how real other people's hard things are right like that's that's one of the things that we know is that everybody goes through hard things um quite literally everybody goes through hard things and so so i'm glad that you went back to the table and that you that you talked to Kristen and um yeah and that you that you got a battle pup for yourself because again they're they're literally for everybody so you guys are just doing great stuff and i I think uh when you guys were talking or you were talking about just those first thoughts and those emotions that go through, was there any, and this could either be for you guys as parents. And and I would say even for Brady, because as a young kid that, I mean, to me, young kids should be playing and playing basketball or golf. I would recommend golf or any sports or just playing with their friends outside and doing stuff like that. But was there, was there any anger or the, the why me or why us for a little bit? And then if there was, how were you guys able to, remove those and just push forward was that was that your faith too or was that just you just have to do it yeah um so i don't you know one of the things about looking back over time is is a lot of times we tend to look through them or look at look at history with uh, rose-colored glasses a little bit and so uh in fact i was on our our facebook page today kind of going through some stuff for the nonprofit and, and looking for a photo and just seeing some of the some of the photos of Brady in different stages of treatment and different stages of, of this battle that he's been in. Um, they got me choked up just where I don't even remember some of those times. I feel like, unless I really, you know, have that visual reminder and kind of sit in it and, and let it let myself feel, um, and remember what, what things were like at different points. And so, um, so I think we are, a lot of it was, is, again, based in, in the fact that, that we are rooted in our faith and that, that that's such a, an important and, and significant part of our life. But, um, 
it's a little bit of it's a little bit of both in this as well, Matt. Where we you know we're trying to again, you're just trying to be all the things that you need to be, to all the people you need to be them too. And so, um, you know, we, we, one thing that we did was made sure that we always acknowledged the situation. Like we, we, we were open with all of our kids, even though that's, that's big and heavy and scary. We felt like it was important that they kind of know what was going on. And so, um, early on in, yeah, early early on in in the journey, we really had to decide how we were going to navigate Brady being in the very delicate health situation that he was in. With right on one hand, there's we need to be with Brady in in this this very difficult time, where quite literally his his life is at, at extreme jeopardy, and then the other is we know that that there is emotional and you know, emotional damage that's happening to our other kids with us not being there and them being scared and being in this situation. So that's a really awful um, position to find yourself in and, yeah. and, and decision to have to make. But we ultimately, we knew, listen, if Brady dies, then we're not going to have any more opportunity to be with him and to, you know, spend that time with him. And we will have time to try to repair whatever damage is being done to the other three kids and, and, and any other relationships that we had. And so, so we had to, we had to make that choice and that's really hard, but, um, but yeah, the, the, ultimately the reality of the matter is time keeps moving forward and things keep having decisions keep having to be made. And the next step in the process happens and the next phase of treatment happens. And so whether you, want to or not that that is just the reality of the situation and so um i the i think the difference for us having that foundation rooted in faith was that um you know that time keeps going forward and but we are able to bring a different perspective to it than than maybe some people who who don't have um who don't have a relationship with god are able to and so we early on um you know, definitely we're, we're, we're praying and pleading with God not to, you know, not for the, for this to not be the end of Brady's story and for, for him not to take our son. And, um, but after we kind of got through that, I think the way that we got unstuck in those feelings was, and, and continue to move forward was we held on to really two verses and, and Kristen's, um, comes from, um, from Psalms, the book of Psalms and, um it's that you have armed me excuse me you have armed me with strength for the battle and so um that's something that um you know she that that it's become a part of what the nonprofit is right you know if you look at the battle pub that that's that's what's on the battle pub's collar is armed with strength um and so and then the other one is comes from the book of romans um 828 and it's that god uses all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes and so it doesn't mean that you know if if you if you don't understand that verse or if you've never heard that verse before that can that can kind of maybe sound like you know well the only good thing should be happening and and in reality it's, it's quite the opposite it's that even in the midst of you know terrible circumstances God can still use those things for good. He can still take a, a an awful set of circumstances and use it to um, 
you know, to, to bring about really great things. And I think we're where we stand today is a enormous testimony to that very fact that great things can come from the worst of circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I think maybe the last question that I'll ask you before we kind of get into what created the nonprofit and the day that you kind of described that I heard, but I'll definitely let you tell that story. But just to, and again, if if you don't want to get into this, I, I totally understand, but what is a typical day or week or even maybe a month like for Brady and for you guys when it comes to balancing school and, and treatment and just anything else that, that he enjoys doing? What, what's a typical day or week like for you guys as a family and for him? Yeah, I think typical is is uh, is a little hard to describe over the last eighteen months because it's been sure. such a such a roller coaster of extreme highs and, and extreme lows, and so um, there's been different things at different points of treatment as well. So when Brady was diagnosed, one of the things that they told us very early on was, okay, so this is the calendar of your life needs to be written in pencil for the next two to three years. It just is, is this is a, this is a long-term situation. This is a long-term treatment, even in the best case scenario, this is multiple years of, of consuming your life, but it's what Brady is going to need physically to be able to, um, you know, to be able to overcome this and, and, and get past this. And so, so that just in and of itself, we've had to have extreme flexibility, um, and being people who who like to be in control of things and who like to plan things, that's been very difficult at times for Kristen and I. But yeah. uh, but we've, we've adapted for sure. Um, so there were there were different phases of his treatment where we he's in the ICU and he's hooked up to actually sixteen different lines of fluids and medications and feeding, um, you know, nutrition and and all of these different things. There was a point actually 16 lines of, of medicine or, or nutrition and things going into his body at once. Um, he's been on breathing machine at the same time. Um, then there's been weeks where, um, where we are, he had to wear a backpack for a full month, uh, uh, an IV pump that was continuously 24 hours a day, giving him, um, chemotherapy, and um there's been weeks where we're we're only in once a week just to get checked and get numbers looked at and um there's been weeks where he's gotten 20 bags of of platelets and and red blood cells um because he had a procedure coming up and they needed to get him to a healthy safe level to do so there's been and then there's been weeks where his numbers have been so bad that they can't continue with treatment and we have to just kind of wait until his body rebounds a little bit and, and show signs that it's ready for the next phase. And most recently, um, we were in Philadelphia for a month. So, um, children's hospital, Philadelphia is the, the leader in this therapy called car T therapy. And so, um, to really, you know, if this was a biology podcast, we could get into the, the extreme, um, amazing things that they're doing with that. But essentially they, they, we were there for a month. Um, they took cells out of Brady's body. Um, they separated out the T cells. They, uh, they put in this gene that, um, helps them to find and attack the leukemia cells. And then they put them back into his body. Um, and so, so yeah, typical is, is very difficult to describe. Um, but he's a very active kid too. So he's back in school. Um, he's missed as little school as possible. He loves it. Mm -hmm. He also plays travel baseball and travel soccer. So, um, last spring and this spring we will be 
at a soccer field or a baseball field seven days a week, uh, <laughs> That's <and awesome. laughs> many hours on the weekend. So, um, so yeah, we, we, we're, we're a very busy family. Um, but when Brady feels good enough and, um, and we're able to, we, we try to say yes. And I think that has given him a lot of hope and, yeah. You know, it, when we lose hope, we we lose the will to fight, and so, um, so the fact that we've gotten him back in school as soon as he was, you know, uh, maybe even a little before he maybe should have, but it, it you know, it fed his soul and 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 gave him that hope and yeah. getting back on the soccer field and getting back at baseball and all those things, getting back in the swimming pool and and everything, um, it, it's uh, that's that's what's kept him going and and kept him. Um, able to do as well as he's done now. I, I think you you made a good, uh, I guess, point that it, it's probably not typical. I think putting the the pencil on the calendar is very well said. And I I was just as I started to hear you guys' story on that Sunday, I, I just started to like look at look at Brady. And you know, when I go to church, I'm always kind of touched the most when I see baptisms from like younger kids because yeah. I think it's neat that they're touched at such a young age and they choose to do it for themselves. Like I, like yourself was uh, born and raised Catholic and we were just baptized. I don't remember it. I remember a couple photos and I remember there was cake that that's about all I remember, but I didn't choose any of that. As I heard your guys' story, I, I just looked at, at Brady. I'm like, man, he just, he looks so happy. And, and he just, it's almost like maybe that wasn't him that was going through all this. Cause you would have never guessed. And I was just really moved by his presence and his, just happiness. I think that's amazing. And I think as we'll talk about here yeah. in a couple of minutes is just, I think how big his heart is and what he wanted to do after this, I think is really special. I just couldn't stop looking at your son and thinking he looked happy. He looked healthy and he looked happy to be there to help others. And that, that really touched me. Yeah. That's been something that, um, you know, again, speaking of things that, that, that fuel him and bring him hope, that's, we've always been a family that, that likes to serve others and, and just love on people. And so he, you know, him and, and the rest of our kids all really embody that as well. And so that's, um, yeah, if you, if you go back through the Facebook feed enough, you'll see, you'll see some, he, he looked pretty sick, but he's always, yeah. I mean, really all smiling. And I think that, you know, that, that comes from, having a relationship with God, like it, there's just a, there's a joy in it that is indescribable um, and that um, surpasses all understanding. And, and that's that he gets to walk with that every day. So that's, that has helped us quite honestly too. Like I was telling someone the other day, you know, if the worst case scenario of this story was that Brady has, Brady has a relationship with God. So he, he has been baptized um, as well, his choice. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, the, the awful reality is if, if he hadn't survived this and if he had died and got to go spend eternity with our father in heaven, like that's not that bad of a worst case scenario. So I think when you can, when you can have that perspective, man, it just, it does change the way you walk through these types of situations, I think. We 
we have Chris Martin here with Way to Battle as they hand out uh, battle pups. It sounds like they've been doing great work here just in the last couple of weeks. But um, it's now my pleasure to welcome in his wife, Kristen, as uh, as well to the show. So, Kristen, uh, I told Chris a little bit earlier uh, how your eagerness to give me one of the the dogs just really touched me because I, I told Chris I I just felt and Chris, you said it correctly that, you know, Everyone is struggling, uh, and it was maybe wrong of me. And I think the devil got me for a couple seconds to think that my struggle wasn't uh, worthy of, of one of your pups. So uh, I was glad that God called me to go and Kristen talked to you and just let you know that I was thinking of you guys and praying for you. And I was just amazed how quickly you you bent down and gave me one. So I, I got the little little guy over here to my left. So uh, thank you for that. I, I truly appreciate that. And as well, just uh, thank you for your time, both of your guys' time to come on and and share your story here. So thank you very much and welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so we talked a little bit about Brady and his diagnosis and, and just the the struggle that it is for you guys as parents, but also for him too. But uh, there's also, it sounds like a, a ton of good that that's come from this. So you guys have a nonprofit called Way to Battle. Uh, I'll let either one of you guys kind of take the reins on this. Just describe that day and the moments of that day where the idea came about of we want to help people through a really dark time for for Brady and a tough day. I, I think, uh, Kristen, you said the day was rainy and just not an ideal day to go outside. Was that correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I can't remember what month we were in at that point in treatment. It was, yeah, it was just, it was so rainy and gross. And it was just one of those things where you just like, don't want to leave the house for anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, Brady's like, mom, I'm, I I don't want to go to the hospital today. And I was like, I know, buddy, I don't really want to go either. And he was like, no, like, I I really, I really don't want to go. Actually, I'm just, I'm not going, I'm not going to go today. And I'm like, well, Brady, unfortunately, that's just not an option we have. I mean, and so um, I was like, we, we have to go. And so like, took a little convincing and, you know, he's a good kid. So he, you know, goes along begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like <laughs> moping in the car and I'm moping too, because I didn't want to go either. And we're um, getting kind of close to children's. And I was just like trying to think the whole trip there, like, what can we do to make this day not feel terrible? And our kids, like, they just love to give and serve and help other people. And so I was just like, you know, Brady, what if we go with a mission of blessing someone like a complete stranger? And he was on his iPad, like texting, I think, I think texting Blake to tell him how mad he was that he had to go. <laughs> and I was like, and he like put his iPad down and he looked up and he was like, well, what do you have in mind? And I was like, um, I don't know, but I think we're going to figure it out when we get there. Mm-hmm. And he just like kind of half smiled. I was like, okay. And so we went in and um, he got his infusion and we were talking to some of the nurses there. And there was a nurse that we'd had a couple of weeks prior who was like very, very pregnant and about to have a baby. And she had opened up to us and just had told her or told us that um, her baby was going to be born and need an immediate open heart surgery. And so when we found out like the status of how they were doing and that her baby was there and it was doing pretty well and all that, and had come through surgery, then um, Brady was like, that's it, mom, that's who we're supposed to get something for. And I was like, I totally agree. And so I took him down to the gift shop and he picked out this huge pink fluffy unicorn. It's like the softest thing I've ever seen and, um, got our gift card. And and then we wrote a card to, um, to the nurse 
And I just kind of wrote an encouraging message to it and Brady signed it and I signed it and I made sure to put our scripture in it that um, she was armed with strength for the battle because I knew that it was going to be a hard road ahead for them. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was just like one of those times where we walked in the hospital, like, or we left from the hospital, just so sad and just like, oh, defeated. Like, I can't believe this is where we are. Like, another trip to the hospital is probably his third of the week at that point. And, um, and then, but we left with like feeling like this 20 pound weight was lifted from our shoulder and we were just had these huge smiles on our face. Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, that was just so great mom. That just made me feel so great to be able to do that. I was like, me too. Like it just totally changed our day. And it was, um, then of course, like cancer patients are, he has to go back, you know, a few days later and he was like, mom, can we do it again? And I was like, what, can we go buy something for someone again and just like give it away? And I was like, sure. And so like at this point, people had found out about it and they started like sending us gift cards for him to go to the gift shop. And, um, so we, uh, so we did that for, it was a couple of weeks, I guess. And I was, um, and he'd gotten better at this point. So he was actually out trying to train with his soccer team and stuff. And so I was out for a little walk while his team was training him and Blake and God just like put it on my heart. Like it's, it's a dog, it, it, it's a dog and they, they need to have a collar and the collar is going to see battle pups. And then, um, and then the kids will know, you know, these people are going to know that they're armed with strength. And so I could just like see it in my head. And so I, oh, you know, I shared it with the kids and everything. And they're just like, yes, this is amazing. And we were just like all in. And so they decided they wanted to have a goal that was in like October, uh, end of September, October, yeah, September, I think. Yeah. And so, um, they decided they want to have a goal of giving away 200 by Thanksgiving. And we're just like, Oh my gosh, 200. <laughs> Do you know how much money 200 Battle? stuffed animals is, is that, like, that's awesome. like okay, I, I don't we, know <laughs> yeah well that's yeah. what we were asking the kids it was like yeah, oh, yeah. 200 that's a that's a bunch, bunch of, of money so, okay. <laughs> so we got our paperwork done um as like made ourselves an official nonprofit, and um i think we went to became a, became a retailer for yeah uh, we went because i was like well listen we're buying 200 and, like we want to buy them like you know as cheap as we can yeah. Yeah. so we did that and the kids raised the money like super fast. They went up on stage at our church at C3 and, and people were so generous and they raised that money so fast. And, um, so we ended up doing, I can't remember how many we did by Thanksgiving. It was like, it was like 500. It's I think like it was. every time we have a goal, God's just like, okay, how about if I double that? <laughs> yeah. And like, it's just crazy. And so then here we are now we've done, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what the actual total I is. Don't even, lifetime, yeah, yeah it's for crazy. The, over the year and a half. Yeah. But um, we, yeah, it's in, we just, a lot. yeah, we just in this year alone in 2023, we've we just did all the numbers away, today. Yeah, yeah, three thousand two hundred and fifty. Just um, in 2023 already, and that's and like two, five weeks, right? That's that's yeah. amazing, right? Yeah, and in the last two weeks, um, we have given away two thousand five hundred and eighty-four battle hubs. Oh. To people yeah. who are hurting. So, yeah. and yeah. now it's crazy because we're sending them, um, we're sending them to Iraq, to the Philippines, wow. to Australia, to India. yeah, like you name it. Like we send them, we are filling out customs forms every every few weeks. It feels like every couple of weeks, and so um, it's really evolved into something really incredible um, that has just 
filled our hearts and our kids' hearts with so much joy and just, you know, being able to be there for other, other families and other people going through hard things. So yeah. that's kind of how it all, all came about. Yeah. How did you guys, because I, I used to work in radio and TV, so I've had a little bit more of like a creative side. I, I mean, I'm smart, but I have to study to get to that point. But I, I've seen the website. It's a great looking website. And there's a lot of things that you probably maybe had to teach yourself. Like, to be honest with you, I wouldn't know how to ship something overseas as we sit here right now. And I work in sports memorabilia and I ship stuff. But if it goes to Canada, I got to check with my boss. So <laughs> did you guys have some skill sets that would translate to this? Or did you have to teach yourself how to make it what it is today? Because it's excellent from a radio and TV guy. I'm always looking at production value. And just on that alone, you guys do an excellent job. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think there's, I'm sitting here, you're talking about the website and I'm like, oh man, we haven't got to all the things that we want to update on the do. website yet. Yeah. So, so much. Uh, it's yeah, just funny that per, there's perspective on things, but yes, it does look like a very nice website That's um, excellent, and it works really, really well. Um, and it tells a great story, but so Kristen owns her own business and since Brady's diagnosis, we've, we've had to shut things down. Um, mm -hmm. and, and she hasn't been able to do that. And so just, being the uh, the mom and the orchestrator of a four child household is more than a full time job. Yeah, um, add a cancer diagnosis into that, um, you know, it becomes you know so much more so. And so, um, but so she's always had that, that. Mine was advertising and graphic design. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. I did a lot of print media for clients, so that's why like I'm very particular that all of our print pieces are done the way they are. And well, I, I applaud you for that because I did graphics for live TV. So I'm, I'm big on making sure things are spelled right and looks good. So I'm, I'm right there with yeah. you. So Chris and I have the similar like golf background and we have the the visual creative background together. So yeah. that's good. You know, it, just, it definitely makes a difference. Like that's what we've talked about, like with shipping and stuff. Like mm -hmm. we, we want it to feel special. We want it to feel different. We want it to stand out amongst like some of these, you know, some people that are getting these battle pups probably never have been acknowledged for their battle. And then there's some that are going to be cancer patients like Brady and like get probably a lot of mail. And so either way, we want them to know that there's something really special about what they're getting and which is why the print side of it is just so important to me yeah. um, that it comes packaged so nicely. The and whole, yeah. The whole feel of it. It's, it's meant to feel like a gift from someone who cares about you yeah. uh, and not just, you know, a, a, a gift from an organization who's trying to stretch their dollar as far as possible to get, you know, yeah. to, to get the, you know, the least expensive stuffed animals to people that they can and stuff. And so again, it's, it's meant to make people feel like they are loved and cared about. Yeah. Um, and they're not alone. And so that's why everything we do, we try to make it feel like it's a gift, um, sure. a gift to them and for them. And so, so I think when like people hold it in their hands and they like experience it, like, it, it brings a different level of appreciation for what it is. Cause like you can read about it and read our posts and follow our story and all of that. But like, until you hold one in your hands, like mm -hmm. that's what like the counselors talk about all the time. They're like, there's like that weight to it. Like you feel like it, 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 it just it feels, feels like a good quality. Yeah. It feels yeah. important. And yeah. so, um, you know, we had several people that recommended, we go to soft-sided mailers and like envelopes when we were sending them out originally. And I was like, absolutely not. We will never, it will always be in a box. It will always have tissue paper with it. It is always going to be presented. Like it is an important gift because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And so, um, 
So then once I explained it that way, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Probably a good investment. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I know just, I think most people that have ever seen a dog once know that dogs just make everybody happy. So, uh, you know, one of my ex-girlfriends, we got a golden retriever during COVID and that thing is the cutest thing in the world. And I, I really miss that dog. But, uh, so the, the little pups that you gave me is, it's just, I think tangible might be the right word, something you can yeah. physically hold. Uh, and I think it's either you guys presented it at, at church that Sunday, or it might even be on your website too, but. I think kids in general, just, I remember growing up and I love stuffed animals and I'm not going to lie. I slept with it ever since you guys gave it to me. I'm 34 years old. So uh, I just think that you are not the only grown adult (laughs) male that has shared that story with people much older than you sleeping with their battle pup. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, it's actually super, though, yeah. it's super special. Real quick us. though. Uh, did you, is the battle pup that you have, is it a retriever? Cause we have a retriever. If it's not, then get you. I got, uh, it looks like my brother's dog. He has a, a German shepherd. So I thought it was, it was very close in resemblance. So okay. that's, that's my guy right there. So uh, yeah. but I, I saw a lot of the photos and I guess maybe a little off of the series for a second, but where do you guys store all these dogs? I, I know they're not barking. You don't have to feed them, but where do you keep them all? <laughs> oh, so we have uh, now we have significantly fewer after the past few weeks here, but um, we had 450 boxes in our garage. And they're big boxes. Like yeah, they're boxes I, 12, yeah. 450 boxes of 12 in our garage. And then yes. we had um, about 125 boxes in our basement. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's a, yeah, there's a bunch of them for sure. Yeah. Do you guys like, have an actual dog, like a, a barking yes. have to feed dog as well? Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. Yeah, what kind of dog? Miniature Australian Labradoodle. Okay. So she's little, but she's adorable and the kids love her. Yeah. yeah so. That's awesome. Does she ever get a little worried when she sees all these little stuffed dogs around? <laughs> no, <she really> doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't know. She, she's keyed into the fact that they keep getting shipped out and she's like, Oh, okay. okay. I'm still here. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm safe. Yeah. We're good. Right. That's right. funny. Uh, well, you guys talked about goals as we're here with uh, Chris and Kristen. Uh, I think it was cool, Kristen, how you said the goal God keeps doubling. So if you said 1000, you guys are sending two. And if it's two, it's four. Uh, I thought I saw today. Didn't you say it was something around 35? Is that the total number that you've sent out or is that just and I, I forget the, the number is so high. It's incredible. But yeah, we've sent out 3,250 so far in okay. 2023. The yeah, goal right. that we had originally set for 2023 was 5,000. Yeah. Uh, so I would say lifetime. We're probably more like six. Because um, we did a lot in December. We partnered we're, we're, with a ton of organizations and foster care agencies and, yeah. and hospitals and stuff like that right at the end of the year before we went to Philadelphia. I'd say mm-hmm. we're probably to we're probably right around six thousand um okay. in the year and a half that we've been doing it so yeah one of the things we're so busy sending out battle pups to people who are hurting and need them we're, we're too busy to count how many we've yeah. sent <laughs> we're, not, time, so. we're not good at inventory i will tell yeah. you that like so. Well, I'll tell you, I'm currently, because our football seasons have ended at work, I have become, I'm a little organized and close to maybe OCD, but I, I'm very good at counting and getting stuff right. And I make sure it's right. So if you ever need someone, I don't do a whole lot. So you're welcome yeah. to let me know. I'll be happy to help you. There sure. you go. Yeah. Um, so you you guys said the goal for 2023 was 5,000. It sounds like you might be able to reach that by the end of February. So if yeah. you guys change that goal, have you guys put another number out there that maybe God will try to double that as well? 
not not officially yet. I think yeah. one of the things that's really exciting though is, again, we, we, I was telling you before, we live in this really hard spot of awful things happen and that breaks our heart, but it also gives us an opportunity to love people in a tangible way and to do yeah. something. And so often that's, that's one of the hardest parts of life is when bad things happen, not feeling powerless to be able to do something. So it really is empowering for us to have this, this opportunity through this organization that we've started to be able to do something for people that are hurting. Yeah. Um, and for other people to do stuff, you know, something for the loved one that's hurting. We had, um, a uh, little boy who is part of not that little, I guess, but um, was part of the boy soccer team. And while we were in Philadelphia, um, his best friend's dad passed away and our friend was able to um, meet his mom here. And they went through our, our battle pup office and uh, he was able to pick out a battle pup for his best friend to and deliver it. And that was a really like touching story to just hear like the impact, um, from his mom, just like the healing that that was. And, and the fact that like her son was able to do something mm -hmm. for his friend who was hurting so deeply yeah. and, um, which is kind of really ignited this, like, Oh, maybe we should think, you know, retail space, office space, you know, mm -hmm. type to be able to grow and expand. So we don't just have all these dogs in our basement and in our garage. <laughs> And a place where people can come and do that. And, you know, and we can pray with them and um, help them package up their battle pup, whether it be to ship it across the country to a friend who's mm -hmm. struggling or to hand deliver it to them. Um, but it could be a really cool thing down the road. So I feel like, yeah, the goal, I don't know. I don't know what the goal oh, should man. be at this time. We, we, we're so busy. And so we'll kind of share to the a thousand of the battle pups. Uh, unfortunately, there was a, a tragic incident at um, Ridgeview Junior High School in Pickerington and a neighboring community to ours. And so um, they asked for, uh, again, funny, funny God story. On Saturday night, we had a, an outreach event that our church did where we were packaging battle pups. And so we were, and our goal was their 500. goal was 500 <laughs> and we live about a mile, less than a mile away. And so we did 500 in about 30 minutes. And so we went and got another 500 <laughs> and we did those as well. And so we had a thousand battle pups that we, we restocked the, we have 20 different kinds. So we have 20 rows of battle or columns of battle pups stacked in our, so we had them back up to the ceiling Yeah. And Monday morning hits and uh, somebody from, from Ridgeview reached out and asked if they could have a thousand battle pups to, uh, to, to take and give to their students and their staff and all their faculty. And so, um, so funny enough, we, yeah, we, we actually have a thousand that we could bring to you. So, um, so we, we, we dropped those off today. Um, but we've just, we've been able to have, as we've gained so much momentum throughout this year and people have shared the story a little bit, we've gotten to come and speak at, at some churches and we've gotten to, to kind of just get out there the message that everyone goes through stuff, everyone has hard things, and and we just want to make sure that no one battles alone. Um, it has we've we've had some tremendous partnerships with um, with a lot of people who are just connected to people who are hurting. So yeah. um, I think you know I think we could easily do twenty to twenty five thousand. I think um, one of the goals that we have is to be just an organization that can always say yes. And yeah. we were kind of tested a little bit um, this with this Ridgeview ask because sure. a thousand battle pups is a lot of battle pups. And that's, you know, a we've been we've financial, been, like that's a, that's a huge financial give. And so that's why I even had like asked Chris, I was like, 
do we say yes? And he was like, yes, yes. Yeah, we say, say yes. yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, that's like $20,000 of battle pups that are immediately out of our, you know, out of our basement, out of our garage, which, yeah. uh, is, is great. Cause they're going to the hands of people that need them. But, um, but yeah, I think as long as we can continue to raise enough money, I think doing 5,000 a week or 5,000 a month, mm -hmm. um, Oh, consistently no, well oh, we will ultimately. <laughs> for this year five thousand a month by the end yeah. of the year i think yeah. would, it would be um a really great um a great thing for us to celebrate but i think i mean really the the vision that god's given us for this organization and for the impact that um that he is trying to um to to make through us is is quite literally just like endless. Like it's, it's, it's an yeah. enormous, vision. I think <clears throat> we kind of shared the story at church. So you've, you've heard this already, but um, you know, what originally this started off as we're going to take, we're going to buy, you know, stuffed animals at the hospital and give them to people who are in a similar journey and battle as us. And um, we went to a OSU men's soccer game mm -hmm. and the boys wanted to give some away to them. And we're like, Whoa, I mean, dude, I don't know if these 18 to 22 year old <laughs> division one scholarship athletes are really going to be super like, Oh yeah, let me have a, you know, let me have one of those stuffies. Mm -hmm. um, so, but they did, they were, they were excited about it. And the next week we came back and um, the ones that didn't get one the previous week were like, Hey, do you have any more of those? Cause I didn't get one and <laughs> yeah. we can hit the class and I'm in there with him and I don't get to take mine and whatever. And, um, we had parents sharing, you know, that, that their son had been struggling and this battle puppet just brought them so much encouragement and made them feel loved. And, um, so, so that was really God telling us like, Hey, don't you dare try to put a cap or a limitation on, yeah. on what, what I'm going to try to do and, and what, what we can do with this. And so, um, so, so I think that's when we became the yes, because yeah. like, from that, cause it was like super convicting that next week when the parents like told us all those things, we're just like, Whoa, like, and here we were trying to put this in a box, you know? Yeah. And then we even talked to like children's hospital, of Philadelphia. We're now a partner with them, um, with their child life team. And the same thing, they're like, you know, we deal with so many foundations and stuff and they're doing so many great things, but there's so much red tape to get these things. And like, it has to go to these patients that fall under this category and check these boxes and all of this. They're like, you guys are like the first ones where it's like, it's for all just of our patients. And we're just like, don't even like, if, what if, what about the patient's sibling? If they have siblings, make sure you'd send them home with some. And they're yeah. like, really? and we're like, yes, because the kids at home are struggling just as much as the kids laying in the hospital bed. Yeah, like, and they're like, Oh my gosh, like you guys see that, like you see it. Well, like, and, I, like I mentioned, right. You know, Blake and Aubrey and Cooper have also gotten a really raw deal. They've missed out on so much time with mom and dad. They've missed out on so much time with their brother. They've had to carry weight of worrying that their brother's going to die yeah. um, multiple times over the last year and a half. They've got, they haven't got to spend time with friends because it's not safe to have, people around Brady and certain times of treatment and stuff. And so that was, that's a huge part of, of what we're trying yeah. to do too, is, is make sure that it's not, you know, the, the person who's going through the hard thing, the person that got the diagnosis, the person that lost the loved one, whatever, whatever the situation, lost the job, you know, is getting divorced, whatever it is, they're not the only ones. Impacting. It, there's a ripple effect. Yeah. It, you know? Right. It, it impacts so many more people yeah. than that. And so, so yeah, so we're trying to be a yes organization. And I think, you know, 
we, we are probably closer than um, than we might even believe to doing a million battle pups a year. Quite yeah. honestly, it's it's just touching to me. I, I just you guys are probably kind of you have the blinders on because you have so much going on. Uh, you're taking care of your kids and making sure you're getting to appointments, but you're also taking care of sounds like everybody else, which is amazing. So I'll just let you know if you want to take 30 seconds to breathe. You guys are just doing an incredible job. And it's really touched me. Uh, I think my parents told me a long time ago when stuff was tough, they're like, hey, you know, God doesn't give a battle to someone that he doesn't think that you can get through. And he gives the toughest battles to his strongest warriors. And I think you guys, by saying yes to everything, that that's amazing. You guys are doing excellent work. And I just applaud you for that. And I hope you can meet those goals. And I hope if you set it for 20, I hope he puts 40 on your heart and then he shows you that he can, that you guys can get 40. So uh, keep up the outstanding work. It, it's just very touching to me. And I, I think I like to make people laugh because a lot of the time I'm trying to hide the fact that I'm not doing that well. So if someone else is laughing and mm. I can laugh, it's good. But yeah. I, I think it's it's nice for me to to listen to your story, not only at church, but here and to like genuinely smile to hear that you guys are doing great work. So uh, keep it up. It, it's just, it's very moving. So with these battle pups, I, I know you guys mentioned at church on, on that Sunday that you, you nominate someone, mm-hmm. but the nominate isn't like, we're going to send it to you guys and you guys review the paperwork and decide if they're good enough. The nomination is basically like, Hey, if Bill needs one, Bill's getting one. Can 100%. you share with everyone how to nominate and then how they can receive one if they're going through a tough time. Yeah. Yeah. So the the best thing to do is to go to that beautiful website you were describing earlier. Um, yeah. But so way to battle, which I, I know, you know, typically I know you're, you're you talk a lot of sports um, on the show. And so way to battle, actually the name comes from sports. So our boys do play uh, baseball and, and soccer. And so one of the things that, one of the expressions that we've always really liked is, you know, you get into a, in a baseball situation, you get behind in the count or, you know, you're, you're fouling off some, some, um, some close to be strikes or you're trying to get your pitch. And and so we've, we've always just kind of liked that expression of just wait a battle. It's like, keep in there, you know, stay in there, keep fighting. And, and so that's kind of where the whole, that's where the whole name came from. But um, fortunately enough, way to battle.com was available. So that's where everybody can go. We're also Kristen, um, writes um some incredible posts and, and we're trying to do some more video and things as well on facebook um so you can kind of follow along there as well but right at the top of the page on the website you can either nominate or donate the two kind of the two biggest things that people would be going to the website for so and it is it's for everybody um so uh you just go you give us a little bit of information so that we can get the battle pup to the person but again there's no there's no man is, is Matt going through is Matt's thing as hard as this person's thing or as yeah. hard as our thing, or, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, Matt's, Matt's a little bit older. He, he ought to be well adjusted by now and be able to handle this or whatever. Like there's, there's none of that it's literally just, we just honestly couldn't think of a better name for it. Yeah. We're just like, you know, not nom- like what request, like, so we're just like, eh, nomination sounds like that sounds good. So we just, yeah. uh, then we'll get Brady. It, he's always like, oh, man, this person put like, thank you for the consideration or whatever. Yeah. We're just like, well, there's no. no consideration. Like it's just, you need their address. Just, we just need their address. And we'll, if you want to share details of what they're going through. And sure. so um, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I just think it's awesome. I know uh, 
Chris and I have already bonded that that we're golfers, but we we can't really compare to your uh, I guess skills and accomplishments. How, how did you present it, Chris? It's it's horse something. Yeah. So she is a nine-time world champion. Yeah, showing quarter horses. Wow, that's. I was just a above-average golfer, so yeah, you you got us both. Beat, I wonder so. why we had to bring all that up, but <laughs> it felt right at the time. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it it fits. So, yeah, there, you guys just have a lot of of talents that that can reach a lot of people, and it, I think it's great that yes, the word nomination. Some people might think we really have to sell this. I think it's great to maybe take out, and if they listen here, to take out some of that pressure. Be like, hey, you can just say my name is such and such, and I just lost yeah. my job. And you don't have to like promote your case. Cases right. you're going through yeah. a tough time and and there's going to be a pup coming. That that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was kind of it's funny you bring that up because it was really on my heart the other day to share that of like I know there are people that are following our journey and following our battle and mm-hmm. um and need a pup themselves, but they're not, they don't feel comfortable asking for it. They don't feel like their thing is hard enough. That yeah. was hundred percent me. So I'm like, there was just like so much on me. And cause like, I've been talking a lot about like being fearless this year. Mm-hmm. And that was just something that was in, like, gosh, I just, I want people to know that like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We, we have people that nominate themselves or, you and know, those are some of the saddest ones, honestly, when you, you know, oh, yeah, it, it's, it's just, yeah. Those, those ones are kind of tough because you know that either, either that person feels like they don't have anybody else that might nominate them or what's I think more likely is that they probably haven't shared the hard things that they're going through um, or what they're struggling with or their battle with anybody to know to try to nominate them. And so that's, yeah, those ones are kind of tough yeah. when, when it's like, hey, you know, I feel bad doing this, but um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going help. through a hard yeah. thing. I'm hoping this will help me kind of yeah overcome how i'm feeling or whatever and then like here those, we are, are, those are hard to read we're on the other side just celebrating like oh what a huge victory for them right to like be able to like said you know what i'm going to take a stand for myself because i like i'm going through something hard and sometimes just like bringing that to light is so freeing you know yeah. And so, um, so then, yeah, if you get on our Facebook page, Brady and I did a, like a 14 minute long live video about the nomination uh, process. And we talk about, um, when people nom, um, request one and, and, and all of that and how our process is and, and picking them out, because we don't just like throw these dogs in a box. Like yeah. we really, really take our time and think through like all the different combinations or which dog we feel like speaks to us for each person and, and yeah. everything. So, yeah. I, I think like what you said, Kristen, it just, it shows that you guys care and that if, if nothing else, especially the people that might be presenting their case for themselves, that they're heard, they're seen and and it's okay to not be okay. I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's neat for me and I'm a diehard Ohio state fan. My basement's decked out in Buckeye stuff, but I think it's neat for me to kind of look back, Chris, as you were talking about trying to figure out, how it got to this point where I I was really connecting with Harry Miller's story from Ohio state and how he left Ohio state's football team to focus on his mental health. And I was in a job that I didn't like that much. And I was feeling similar to him, but not as extreme. And then that led me to Cam Babb's story. And I, I saw that touchdown six days after my grandma passed away in Virginia. I'm like, man, that's, I hadn't cried. And then I saw his touchdown. I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's deep. I felt bad. I didn't cry for my grandma. I cried over Ohio state football. But then that story, those two stories led me to hear your guys' story. And it's just it's just amazing to me to hear that 
you guys can take a, a pretty tough hand that you guys were dealt and to turn it into like straight aces. It, it's amazing. So uh, well done to you guys. Uh, we, we have a couple minutes left here, at least in this segment. Uh, Kristen, you mentioned something. I think he was one of uh, your son's teammates who had a parent who, who passed away. Mm-hmm. That was one that you mentioned. Do you guys have one that I don't know if I want to use the word favorite because you're like you said, Chris, you're you're kind of helping someone, but it's because they need the help. Uh, do you guys have a memory that that maybe stands out or a person that really stands out like this person is really going to benefit from this and we're really going to help them? Do you have one of those memories? I wouldn't say favorites. Let me ask you this. Do you have do you have advertisers? Like, are you going to run a commercial in between segments? No, they're just little <laughs> little interstitials. It's nice little upbeat music. So no advertisers. OK, <laughs> all right. This is because uh, in the in the few minutes we have left, we can't yeah. tell the story that we would want to tell in this okay. piece. So um, this would make a great, you know, cliffhanger <laughs> comeback next week, yeah. kind of. Thing. So, um, but so yeah, I mean, there's definitely one that stands out. There's so many. There's so many. Yeah. Oh there's goodness. there's there's little kids. There's uh, we sent. F- 650 battle pups over to um, Rich Neck, Virginia, uh, the school where the, you know, the six, six year old ended up shooting their teacher. And um, so the, the registrations, one thing that, so people can nominate on the website. You can also go once, if you've received a battle pup, you can go and register the battle pup as well. And um, you put in, you put in the name for the battle pup and your name and a little information. And then um, the email you get, there's a PDF attached that is a, uh, like an official birth certificate for the battle. Pup. We were thinking so, like, you know, like build a bear type things, like yeah. kids love to like do those things. And right. Stuff, so. so, um, so anyhow, but so some of the registrations that have come back and the stories of kids that were in the classroom or across from the classroom, scared to go back to school and just like yeah. all that stuff, like those obviously hit really hard. And, you know, you put yourself in the situation of man, you know, our kids, our elementary kids, they, they could be going to that school or, you know, um, yeah. we've got friends that, that have kids who go to Ridgeview junior high school. And, yeah. um, there's some, some loss in, um, w- tomorrow, we're actually going to take 300 plus battle pups to a, a Columbus public school. Um, mm-hmm. one of the elementaries there has lost like five students and two teachers in the last two school That's years. And so crazy number. just, there's so many sad things that are happening in the world that, um, yeah. You know, and that it is, it's, again, it's, it's hard to hear some of those stories. Um, but then to know that we're doing something that ultimately is going to bring about some, some positivity and some change in the midst of, of bad circumstances for people has been just, it's just a super cool feeling. So I think some of the coolest stories though, I mean, gosh, we have so many, but, um, we have one, it's actually someone who lives not too far from us. Um, her son had to have, uh, both legs, um, amputated. And, um, so he, we made him a custom made battle pup that had the both back legs were, um, they were, uh, custom cut off and stitched, um, with an orange thread. And, uh, so he takes that to his appointment still, Mm -hmm. um, and I, his mom had messaged us and said, oh my gosh, I just love this. And she's like, I went into, he went into his appointment, his checkup. And the nurse was just like, oh, I see you have your battle pup with you today. <laughs> she's like, like, it was just like another thing that kids take. Like, it's just so commonplace, like, you know, because they see them so often at children's now and in Columbus. And she's like, and that was just so like 
uplifting and exciting for my heart. And she's like, I just had to share that. And I just thought that was like, that was a super cool one for sure. Again, we're here with Chris and Kristen Martin from Way to Battle as they are just doing amazing work and really moving work in my mind. And I think a lot of other people have really been touched by uh, these battle pups that they're sending out. So as you guys mentioned earlier, that you guys are uh, sending these out to anyone, which I think is excellent. They don't have to push their uh, their story or, or try to make it sound, I don't know if it's worthy i don't know how to so you guys mentioned something about nutter butters now i recently have been binging the birthday cake oreos which are great by the way mm-hmm. uh but i i would like to hear a little bit more about the nutter butter story so uh the floor is all yours yeah, okay so um nutter butter was uh brady's german shepherd um battle pup now keep in mind that brady martin has one of every battle pup we've ever had as okay. this like as does, as does Aubrey Martin. Yeah. yeah. So like we, we probably should take about like a hundred battle pups off of like our top number because our kids have so many of them. Um, but Nutter Butter was one of Brady's um, top two. And mm-hmm. he was the one who accompanied Brady throughout his bone marrow transplant journey. And a lot of those really hard times and um, multiple ICU visits and yeah. so many different procedures. And yeah. Yeah. And so it was um, it was a day at children's. And we were getting in, it was like all the, it was just like a rough day where like, sometimes the, the vibe is just like kids have had a bad day. And like, he blew through his 18 battle pups that we took in our wagon, like so fast. And, um, we were getting in the elevator coming back, um, down, headed down to the parking, heading down to the parking garage. And, um, the elevator door goes to close and there was like a mom coming, like she was coming, we were trying to hold it and it wouldn't like the, the elevator door kept shutting. And, um, she's like, Oh, it's okay. I'll just wait or something. How did she say that? I probably wouldn't be a good passenger or something something like like that. that. And the door's like shut. Oh no, no, no. And we like, and then all of a sudden the doors just open back up because the elevators hadn't been working properly that day. And we're like, (laughs) Oh yeah, see, you just get back on with us. And that's when I think, you know, Kelly had said, um, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry in advance and stuff. And you could just see, um, Felix, like her the, little boy, Felix yeah. here. He was just like, she was, she crying. was distraught and he was, he was just so upset and so crying, upset and, and, crying. Yeah. and Brady like looks up at both of us. Cause we we're kind of standing at the back of the elevator and he looks up, he's like, mom, I don't, we don't have any more. And I was like, I know, buddy, we don't have anything left. Like, I didn't even, he's like, do we have a card, something we can like give her to like nominate? And I'm like looking for a card and he's like, and I'm like taking too long apparently. And he's like, I'm going to give him nutter butter. And I was like, (laughs) you know, because that's the, his battle pup. That was what his, that like he held. That's the one that was armed with strength for him. For him and all surgeries and everything. And he's like, and he just like gets it out of the bag and he just like gives it to me. Well, he has he's to take like, off all of his bracelets he had and the all these like and... necklaces tied on it, like oh, that wow, yeah. gave them with like a cross and like different yeah. things, ribbons. And so he's like, can you get these off of him? And I was like, um, uh, yeah. And so I'm like fumbling, trying to get him off. Chris finds a card and then the elevator doors are open. Brady like darts off after these people in the parking garage to like give him a card and tell him what we're doing. Meanwhile, you know, Felix had been crying and like, it was just at the last, like, 
Brady's like down. And I finally like got the last necklace, like untied off of Nutter Butter's neck and Brady had walked back and I was like, he's free. And I like gave it to him and he looked down at Nutter Butter, turned around and like immediately ran back to Felix and gave him Nutter Butter. And then like Brady came back to us and both of us like, just like cried. Like, I can't believe that our son just like, that's just his heart. Right. Like he's just, he just didn't even think about it. Like did not, it was just, what can I do in that so, moment yeah, to so help someone else who yeah. is hurting so deeply? And like, keep in mind, like when we present these battle pups, right? They have a card with our family's picture and a little bit mm-hmm. about our story. So that people and, don't think we're just super weirdos yes. walking around <laughs> pushing stuffed animals yeah. on people. And yeah. so we have like the yeah. packaging and it comes in a nice bag and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And he had nothing like nutter, but it would just gave him nutter butter. All he had on was his collar. Mm-hmm. That was it. And so I like end up writing this post about, you know, this whole interaction and how that had happened and how just like moving and touching and such a huge deal and like all these emotions. And then it was, um, the next morning, it was like the next day, I think there was a day in between and I woke up in the morning and I had like had a messenger, uh, thing on my phone and I look at it and I'm like half asleep and I'm like, then I like dart up out of bed and I was like, <gasps> and Chris is like, what? And I was like, they found us. And he was like, what? And I was like, it's Nutter Butter's family. And he was like, oh my gosh. And so we're like reading this story and they just share with us like the traumatic things that had led up to them being there and why they were there and how and um, it was so hard and why it had been such a hard day and why she had been so emotional and it had been just so so unbelievable unbelievably hard for their family and and so their first thing was like do you want us to give him back and i was like no no you know i had asked brady and he was like no i i wanted him to have him and so they ended up going to um nbc and uh here in columbus and nbc ended up doing a show on it and or a a story on it because it was just it impacted so many people um, that story, but it was, yeah, that yeah. one was pretty. So that's the another better story. I, I love it. I, I, I still, I, I told Chris before Kristen, you jumped on <sighs> it. Uh, when you guys were sharing your story at church, I, I just started to kind of watch a, and look at Brady because I just, it, it's amazing to me that someone so young can have that big of a heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, if more adults like myself and just anybody else in the world were like him, the, the world would be a much better place. But like when I watch baptisms, I, I always, am the most touched by the young kids because they are choosing at this young of an age that they've been touched by God to make this decision. Yeah. So listening to that story, I felt the same way as if I'm watching like a seven-year-old get baptized. So I, I was paid for a long time to like put into words for people that are listening. I, that's, that's what I was paid to do. I don't know if I can very quickly process how big his heart was in that moment. Yeah. And to not think about himself. I mean, I'm 34 and I'd be like, I don't want to give this up. So right. to think that your son can do that and not even think twice about it or not even want it back, it, it leaves me speechless. It's amazing. So uh, you guys are it's, you guys are just an incredible family. I, I'm just glad that someone like, well, Ohio State football led me to Harry Miller, to then Cameron Babb, and then to to hear your guys' story that Sunday was, it was just life-changing if, if I'm uh, speaking honestly and it's not a, hyperbole type comments so 
to hear that that your son is going through his own struggle. And I I wouldn't have even blamed him if he wanted to keep that one specific pup. But to, yeah. to hear that he gave that up is just it's so cool to me. Yeah, it was it was equally cool for us as his parents. Yeah. For- yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I also think it's neat for you guys that, you know, I'm I'm in the neighboring town to you guys. So I'm in I'm in Pickerington. I, I was born in Virginia, so I love country music, but we had to come up here. But I've been in Pickerington for the most part ever since I was 10. And I went to at the time it was just Pickerington Junior High and now it's Ridgeview. So I saw that story on Thursday. I'm like, what what's going on Thursday? And oddly enough, I found it on Facebook. But I saw it on the news and the way they were describing, I'm like, I know exactly where that happened. I, I remember the office. My mom would come in and take us out to lunch like once a week and she'd have to go. I, I know exactly where that was. So it, it's always sad when you hear these stories, whether it's here close to home or anywhere else, but to see it, like, I mean, my house, it, I can hear both North and central football games on Friday nights to feel it that close is a little eerie and it's a little bit more sad, but then for you guys to be able to say yes and to be able did you say it was a thousand, a thousand. Yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing and very sad at the same time. So that's a weird feeling to try to process, but congratulations and props to you guys for being able to, to say yes. That's, that's just, it's awesome. Yeah. So we we know that feeling. Well, it's a very strange feeling and weird place, but yeah. Yeah. We talk about sometimes it's just that, um, the weight that comes with carrying some of these stories and everything, you know, there are some days like last week, like there was a day at the beginning of the week, I was just exhausted. And then mm-hmm. Chris, it kind of hit him the, the latter part of the week. And it was just mm-hmm. one of those, like realizing that we're in a position where we are helping people through a lot of really hard things and hearing a lot of hard stories and our kids as well. And it's just like, sometimes you need that time just to kind of like decompress and like, you know, kind of like get yourself filled back up, you know, kind of. Yeah. Well, you guys are a good team. And I think, you know, Chris, as a golfer, myself as a golfer, even golfers have a caddy, you know, golf is an individual sport and, and sports, I think, teach a lot about how to to fight in life. And I, like you said, way to battle came from sports and baseball. Uh, golf taught me a lot, but you also realize that even the best golfers have a caddy. So you guys are a good team. You guys have great kids with huge hearts and you're helping out a lot of people that might think that they're playing a solo sport and you guys might be their caddy. So, uh, yeah. I, I got my pups, uh, I named him cam cause you know, if it wasn't for cam, I wouldn't have heard your story. So, uh, it's, it's just neat that you guys are reaching people and making them feel not alone and a little pup might, might give them hope. So, uh, way to go guys. You're doing excellent work and it's very touching and very moving to me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, again, just before I let you guys go again, this is Chris and, and Kristen uh, for way to battle and battle pups. Just if you can throw out your, your website, your Facebook page and any other way that people can reach you and, and not feel pressure, but to reach you. So if, if they would really like one that they can get one. Yeah. So they can go to our website, which is just way to battle.com um, and fill out the nomination form there. And it's super easy. And um, they can tell us a little bit about their story if they want. They do not have to. Um, and just include their name and address where we're shipping it to. Uh, and then the thing we ask is if people are nominating someone, another family, just to make sure that they include like all the people um, that they would like to get a battle pup because we always want to send it to the entire family. That's really important to us is to make sure um, all the kids, especially, get one. 
Um, we've had situations where, you know, somebody has lost, you know, a, a loved one in a family or whatever, and we end up sending it to the cousins and everything. And what's cool is like Chris said, we had 20 different dogs. So we send a different dog for every person in the family oh, so cool. that we all get a different one. Uh-huh. And so that's pretty cool. And so they can follow our Facebook, um, blog. That's where the most recent writings are. I'm trying desperately to get better about putting them on our blog, on our website faster. Mm-hmm. But um, through Facebook, you can keep in touch with um, our warriors and all the stuff we're doing just as a nonprofit, as well as just updates on Brady and where he, his, his journey and his battle stands. And that's also just way to battle. Mm-hmm. And we're on Instagram as well. And I'm trying to think of all the things yeah. we're hoping to one day be able to do this just full time. This is like our job. Like this is just what yeah. we do. And so if we can raise the money, that's, you know, what we would love to do is just be able to, you know, love and support people going through really hard things. Uh, like I told you, Chris, I think off the recording, if you need me to come out and count some stuff, I, I don't do a whole lot. I can't golf in this weather. So uh, I'll be happy to help you any way I can. Uh, now you have my number. Feel free to send me a text or call me. And uh, maybe when it gets warm, we can, we can golf and maybe just for a day, just, you know, think about making some birdies and, and relax a little bit. So yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. I know it was a, it was a busy week and it was probably a stressful week with everything uh, that was going on, not only in your family, but just in the, in the world. So uh, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on and spending some time with me. And uh, it, it's just, I've always said it every episode, this is my, it's my favorite episode. This is the best one. I don't know if this is going to be top for, for quite a while. So thank you for coming on. We still talk sports a little indirectly, but uh, it was a bigger message and a better story to tell. So thank you so much. Thank Thank you you for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that about wraps it up folks. Thanks to my company today for my special guests, Chris and Kristen Martin. I'm Matt Brubaker. The soundtrack for the show is brought to you by PremiumBeats.com. Please like, subscribe, and follow me on the Twitter machine, personal at MattBrew3, the show at Brew & Company. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, life isn't about the people you meet, but about the company you keep. Until next payday, cheers. Cheers.